Look at these flowers. Nice. Nice. Zinnias are still popping, popping, popping. Poppin'. Yep. I think this is, I don't think we've ever had this yellow to this year. And this yellow and the orange has mm -hmm. become my favorite. I've got a patch of orange planted out there yeah, that's yeah. really doing well. They are pretty. Zinnias are, man, they're just doing good. We planted some last week. Two days' time they were up. Mm -hmm. Two days. This heat has got things rocking. Now, that being said, 102 to 105 here this week. I know. It's hot in here, too. Wow. Mm -hmm. Welcome, everyone, to the Row by Row Garden Show. Best daggum gardening show on the radio and internet as well. Glad to have you this evening. We're in dead heat summertime here. We in summer mood of garden. It's hot. Hot. It's hot. It's hot everywhere. It's hot everywhere, and it's, it's a little dry where we're at. Now, you guys up north may not be as dry as we are, but we're dry down here, and this heat is just sucking the moisture out of the ground. And we're in that stage in our garden where everything's coming out. I mean, I got a few things. We got a few things still going on there, but a lot of our early crops are gone. Our mm -hmm. sweet corn is gone. Our squash, squash cucumbers is quit. This heat. Had somebody just today was talking about cucumbers and squash. And I said, look here, this heat that we're going to have this week right here will cause pollination issues. I don't care if you got bees or not. Those plants are going to stress and they're not going to pollinate as well. Things just don't, they just, man, this is a problem moving this 102, 105. Except those heat. green beans. Except those horse crops. <laughs> We had a late crop of hoss green blaze beans just to see how they were producing this heat. And I'll let Mama Hoss tell you what happened. Yeah. I've picked them twice. I've had two cannons. Mm -hmm. They're ready to pick again. Now, one end of the row is not making as well as the other end of the row. But I honestly believe there's more on them now than the spring crop. Yep. Yep. And the so vines are gorgeous. It's just, it's I mean, amazing. you do have them on drip. Yep. Yep. And I got soybeans this plant yeah. planted with Eddie Mommy, which you guys are familiar with that. I got what's a new thing we're carrying this year. I've grown them before, but I got soybeans growing. Soybeans love this heat, so they're holding up well. We got Okra's doing well. Okra's doing well, having a little bit of a nematode problem. It's time for me to put another succession plant of okra in. We'll cover that a little bit later on. But yeah, okra loves the heat. Our field corn is maturing coming to the end there. I'm having to keep the water pumped on it. Thankfully, we got it on drip irrigation. What are we gonna talk about today? We're gonna to talk about today what you need to be doing in your garden now. What you need to be, 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 be preparing for, mm -hmm. how about that? What we got over there? What we got over here is one of my favorite things. Uh -oh, you just... I, I flipped one off for Okay. Folks, if you've not, let's do it right here. If you've not stuffing peppers, you're missing out on one of the finer things in life. We like to grow a hodgepodge of different peppers here. And I can tell you some of my favorite ones right there. The pimento. The pimentos, the right on red, the orange on orange. Aren't and, you sweet. Aren't you sweet. And these poblanos. Mm -hmm. Man, I love stuffed peppers. And banana peppers. I don't mm -hmm. think you got any banana peppers. But I, I did, but the office kind of got into them. Got into them, yeah. yeah. Now, tell everybody how you do this. So, I browned some sausage and I browned some onions and garlic. And then I used cream cheese 
mix it all together, stuff the peppers, and then I top it with bacon and Parmesan cheese. Cook it on 300. And these flat ones right here, this, this is the orange you delight. Orange you sweet. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> These flat ones do really good because mm -hmm. they they have that bottom that flat bottom they can sit on right there. So yeah. they and we grill them too. Uh huh. It's hard to mess them up. Yeah, that is. I think try that one. That one's right on red. Mm hmm. And this is a little jalapeno. Not only is this a great excuse me, a great snack. We actually eat this for entire meals. For meal, sometimes. yeah. Yep. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to try that one in a minute. All right. mm. Good stuff. Okay. So, overall so. garden chores. You want to start off with that? Well, let's talk about what you've been doing a little oh, bit. Oh, what I've been doing. Yeah. Oh, what you've been okay. up to. Well, it's full cannon mode. Green beans, stewed tomatoes, salsa. Vegetable soup. And you did something new with your vegetable soup this year. Was it your spaghetti that you did? Oh, I did do. I did spaghetti sauce, and I actually canned the. How's that? <laughs> Got me again. Didn't you? I fell right for that one. <clears throat> Holy cow! Oh, I got to quit this. <clears throat> I don't even wonder that I do. <laughs> anyway. I fall for it every time. <laughs> but you, you're a pro at peppers. And yeah. hot sauce. Right? <laughs> okay, but spaghetti sauce with meat. First time ever I canned meat. And we had it other night. And the texture, the flavor, everything was good. It's hot all the way down. <laughs> You want me to start with the garden chores? I'm going to be alright. You're going to be alright. No payback's going to be true. <laughs> well, maybe you, if you could, you could pay me back. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> well, alright, so these are some of the things that you need to be doing now. And that's the reason we're telling you this is because I've been having to do this mm -hmm. now too. You know, weeds can be a problem right now because especially your... your <laughs> You see, I'm struggling here, don't you? <laughs> Your pigweed loves this heat, and it's mm -hmm. out there in in droves. And crabgrass is had its, you know, it's coming up. It's doing well. Bermuda grass. Bermuda grass. Uh. I don't have that much problem with Bermuda grass. Had two conversations today with people having trouble with Bermuda grass. Mm -hmm. So yeah, stay on top of the weeds. Keep them down. I mean, it's something. I tell you what, I've been doing. I get up early every morning, and we make a swoop through the garden every morning and do some weed. And that way, we try not to get ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're in harvest and preserve mode right mm -hmm. now, and. Yep. Um, Pickles is, is probably a lot of people's doing pickles. Some people's already finished I've up on finished pickles. pickles. We finished up on pickles. But yeah, we're in the middle Tomatoes. of Tomatoes. You know what, Ooh. guys? I can tell you this right here. We enjoyed the salsa. We had a jar of it last night. If you've not tried putting up salsa, there's a little bit of work to it. Right, and that video would have aired Tuesday night of this week. Uh -huh. I had two friends come over that had never water bathed or put up salsa. And so you're going to see them in the video. I'm actually behind the camera. Um, so be sure to um, go back and watch that video if you haven't. My salsa recipe's on there. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. So I would highly recommend if you've never done sauce before, try doing it because it is, it's one of those things that we run out of every year mm -hmm. and it makes a great gift as well. Tweak with it, tweak it a little bit to find out which recipe works best for you because everybody's got their different taste on sauce. The one you got is good to me, but each to their own on those. It's all kind of variations you can do with sauce. And I don't know about you guys, but our tomatoes, we have been giving tomatoes away to everybody. We've got an overload of tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So, um, trying to figure out a way to use them all. Mm. Uh, of course, you want to do pruning of some of your spring flower and shrubs that you may have out this, this dead head and out. Yeah, I took my zinnias and just cut them off like yep. you would at shrubbery. Yep. And let them come back. Mm -hmm. Stay on a continuous fertilization schedule. No, I'm good. <laughs> fertilization schedule. Uh, even though things like watermelons and other things may be maturing out there, you still want to keep those vines going. Now, i tell you what, I do continue to fertilize a little bit as things mature out, fruits mature out, but I do bring it down a couple of notches. So you want to continue to feed those plants. Maybe not at the rate that you were earlier on when you were in my, that. Now, my peppers, I still oh, do yeah. them weekly. Yeah, but you may not may want to drop it down a little bit from the ratio you was when your peppers was mm. half grown. So continue to fertilize them, just maybe notch it down a, a little bit. You won't want to blow that fruit up. Sometimes if you give, especially watermelons, if you give it too much notch, you're going to blow them out and you don't want to do that. So bring it down a notch. But your goal is to keep those vines and those plants nice and healthy during this stressful time here, which can be a problem. Mulch your garden beds. I got some tomato plants growing out there that I mulched. I ain't got but three in this little bitty spot over to the side. And that helps a lot with this intense heat. Mm -hmm. So if you've got something out there that you're trying to, like example, we normally have four or five different kinds of peppers. As you see here, you can mulch those pepper plants and that will help them tolerate this heat more because it insulates that root system there that holds the moisture down there. So mulching beds where you can, sometimes it don't make sense, but sometimes it does make sense to do that. So wheat straw, any kind of straw, anything to insulate in this heat will help. Water, 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 man. Also check your irrigation system, make sure it's not stopped up. Mm -hmm. I had that issue the other day, but make sure your irrigation system working properly. Make sure that filter is cleaned out there and make sure your plants are getting water because uh, just like my field corn, my field corn's already turning brown as far as the tassels. <laughs> you tried, you wanted it? Is, but even though I'm keeping that plant you know, wet, I'm keeping it irrigated so it continues to mature out all the way through. So the main thing right now is to make sure you keep in water there and that drip irrigation is a game changer right there. Replenish and your soil and adjust and add organic matter. Now is now's the time to be thinking about that for your fall planting. We're going to get into fall planting in just a minute. Go ahead and be getting you some compost or be getting you some litter or getting you a plant so you can add some organic matter for this fall planting here. We use compost. If I didn't use compost, I would use complete organic fertilizer to side dress or do both. In there. With my raised beds, once I flip them, I always put <clears throat> that compost uh -huh. from that gin. Mm -hmm. I put in worm castings from my worm beds mm -hmm. and then that complete organic fertilizer. Mm -hmm. And some of my beds, I have not fertilized. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's been it. The complete organic releases over a long period of time. And when you add that compost in there, it just 
it, it adds for the, the, uh, the, they would hold those nutrients in there. Hmm. Remove your plant debris. Yep, okay. I know some of you guys are just like me. This heat, you kind of put things off, but you got to get those cucumbers and you got to get those squashes out of there when they're through making. Those plants will just as soon as they stop being productive, get them out. This will make a big difference on your vine boards and your squash bugs to take their habitat away from them. Just last night, I got out there and I took my machete and chopped some of my plants up that were still, the plants looked okay, mm -hmm. they were just through. Time to get them out of there. And it's easy in this heat to let them get away from you and to put it off. But from an insect standpoint, you gotta keep that garden clean. So get that out of there. And then you can take your uncovered spaces. If you got plots that has come out, maybe coming out of squash or cucumbers or whatever, flip them. Either put a tarp on there, or put a cover crop on there. Buckwheat right now is one of my favorite things to plant. Or use a flower, zinnia sunflowers, zinnia sunflowers, anything like that. So just keep these spots flipped and get them get them going. Uh, I am going to plant me some peas for the fall. So I got me a plot laid over to the side that I'm working on, and I'm gonna have it ready in about two three weeks to go in there and plant. So mm -hmm. I got got the constant keep those plots rotated. Keep something growing on. The worst thing you want is to lay out and grow weeds on. Okay, another thing is go ahead and make an assessment for your fall seed needs and see what you need there going into fall. Maybe go ahead and get those ordered. Um, example, next thing you know, it's going to be time to plant a fall crop of tomatoes. So go ahead and get all that ordered for it and have it in when you get in for your fall garden season. And your succession planting. And that's where we're going to lead in now. And I'll talk about this okra a little bit. My okra has done real good. I planted cowhorn okra. But now it's time. I've actually should have went ahead and done it. But now's the time. I got to go ahead and start some more okra. Because my cowhorn is starting to expire a little bit due to some nematode problems. Two or three plants have started going down on me. So I know in my mind I'm starting to have some nematode issues there. So I'm going to plant, excuse me, I'm going to plant me some jambalaya. In the greenhouse where I can transplant. Jam Although you can direct seed it Jambalaya or jambalaya? Jambalaya. 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 I'm going to plant some of that and I'm going to have that. And that should get us pretty much into fall mm -hmm. for that. All right. So let's talk about what you need to be doing now as far as fall planting goes. And we're going to start with zone nine. Mm -hmm. You guys in zone nine down there. And there's a lot of people talking about planting a fall crop of tomatoes. Probably more so than I can ever remember. People want to plant a fall crop of tomatoes. And we get these questions daily about when to plant, what I should plant. In zone nine, your, or excuse me, your last frost of the year, which would be your first frost this fall, is average, average is around December the 10th. So December 10th, and this, this can vary. Every year we see it very, very, but what you got to plan for is the average, and that's December 10th there. So if you're going to plant tomatoes and peppers, both of those are about 75 days to maturity on the pack. And that 75 days to maturity means from when that plant or seed goes into the ground, not in the greenhouse, but into the ground here. So this is the strategy I would use in zone nine. I would plant my tomatoes and peppers in the seed tray mid-August. This time of the year, you're going, to, you're going to see that you can grow off tomatoes and peppers in the seed tray in about four weeks. In the wintertime and in, in late winter, early spring, it takes us six weeks to grow them off. 
but you can grow them off at least two weeks earlier now with all this heat that we have here. So if you plant your tomatoes and your peppers mid-August, that's going to have them ready to put into the ground mid-September. And that's going to give you about 75 days maturity from that. It's going to end you up sometime in November, which is where exactly where you want to be, where you got about three to four weeks of harvest before a normal frost. That's zone nine. Zone nine. Okay. Okay. With these fall tomatoes, you normally looking at you could you normally need to looking at some different varieties that's going to be more well suited for the fall. What I'm going to plant for this fall is two heat set varieties that I think is going to work well, and I'll give you a couple more options there. Um, I'm going to plant Halsinator, and I'm planting Florida 91. Florida 91 was a variety developed by the University of Florida. It's well known for its heat set capability. There's another one out there called Homestead that I would recommend. So Homestead, Florida 91, and Halsinator is going to work well for that fall slot for you people in zone 9 as well in zone 8. So there you go. All right, on peas, and I'm talking about peas, I'm talking about cow peas. On field cow peas, peas, field peas, or yeah, cow peas What is what we call them. <clears throat> For you guys in zone nine, plant those between the first and the 15th, and you should be perfect timing for that. Now, one thing I will tell people that may not know this, uh, cow peas, field peas do better in the fall of the year than they do in the spring. You have less insect pressure in the fall of the year, and they normally are more productive in the fall than they are in the spring. It's one of the very few plants that is like that. Most of the time, with corn and tomatoes, lengths are at, we don't have as good a harvest in the fall as we do to spring. Right. But with field peas, it's just opposite. If I was, and I didn't grow any this spring, but I'm gonna grow some this fall because I know I'm gonna get a better fall crop than I would if I planted in the springtime. And normally, you got more room. You don't have as much growth in the fall, so it's an ideal crop to plant in there. And speaking of peas, I've got some ordered to go in my soup. Do you know how much they are, Bishop? Nope. What'd you think? $45. Yep. $45 a bushel? Wow. That's shell though. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. Uh, I debated on which one, what variety to plant this year because we planted Top Pick before, which is one of my favorite ones. But I'm going to plant the zippers. <clears throat> haven't planted yeah, zippers, zippers in years. But we're going to plant zippers this year. If you, I would recommend if you don't have anything planted for this fall, planned for this fall, think about growing your big crop of... Uh, cow peas. And there's several different varieties we have on our website. The top two that I would recommend would be Top Pick and uh, Zippers. But you know what? A lot of people have preferences on field peas. Mm -hmm. So pick whichever one that you like the best. Somebody like this Lady Creams. Hey, little bitty peas. We personally want one that's going to be easy to shell. <coughs> we? We? Yeah, we. Yeah. We kind of have a deal around here. I grow the peas, she picks them and shells them. So... That's kind of the way it goes. All right, zone eight. That's us. November 22nd is your average frost date there. Tomatoes and peppers, we're going to start them July 1st. July 1st, we're going to put them in the greenhouse. We're going to grow them out in four weeks, and we're going to plant them in the ground around August 1st. Mm -hmm. That's going to have them coming in about October 15th, which is going to be perfect, and that's going to give us a, around a month harvest window there to harvest them before our average frost date. Perfect time in there. So if you want to plant a fall crop, zone eight, get them in the ground. Get your seeds ordered, but get those seeds planted in the greenhouse July 1st. All right. On your peas, your cow peas, um, 
we're going to plant those or sometime in August, probably around the middle of August. So you're talking about 65. No, excuse me. Uh, we're going to plant those around the 1st of October because those are about 65 days to maturity. So 65 days to maturity. We're going to plant those about the 1st of October. Uh, well, that won't be but like 45 days if you do October. No, excuse me, October. I said I meant September. So okay. we're going to plant them first September. That's September, October. Okay, that's 60. Good. That's right. Excuse me. Thank you. So we're going to plant field peas in uh, uh, Zone 8, first of September. Okay. And you guys in Zone 7, it's going to change up a little bit for you guys. Although, you know, when I looked at the frost dates in the fall, they don't change a lot from Zone 6 all the way to 9. It's about, you know, six weeks. Mm -hmm. So zone seven, you guys are still harvesting some things that we've been well done with. Potatoes, garlic. Potatoes and garlic. And you're in the middle of flipping some of those beds now and putting them in some more things. Yeah, you can. they can actually <coughs> do some squash and cucumber succession planting when yep. we're done. Right, right. And it's the ideal time to be doing that right now. Um, if you want to plant tomatoes and peppers for fall crop, get them in ASAP. You can probably pull it off the same time we do, but you need to at least have them in the greenhouse by July 1st because your average frost date is November 15th, which is but seven days difference between zone and eight and uh, seven. So you got seven days difference, but you want to go ahead and be at the first end of the planting season. You don't want to drag your feet any or you're going to kind of miss your window there. Get them in the ground July 1st. I mean, excuse me, get them in the greenhouse July 1st, and then you can transplant them at the uh, 1st of August. On your cow peas, you guys in zone seven, I think you could probably do the same thing we're gonna do, plan around the 1st of uh, September. September. Yep. Zone six, now your frost date moves up November 1st. So you're about 15 days ahead of zone seven. Uh, you can go ahead and start pretty quick now and you could probably get you some green beans and squash, go ahead and plant it just like you guys in zone seven. I don't know that you're gonna have time to pull off a tomato, fall tomato crop. Probably not. So you can grow, and we'll get into this later, but you got all kind of options. You can start in August to first September, of course. Brassicas goes and cabbage, but we're gonna save that for another show. We're just touching on these main things. Corns, we're gonna plant our fall crop of corn here in zone eight sometime in August. And I'm gonna plant ambrosia because mm -hmm. ambrosia is one that has done well for us in fall. It's a bicolor corn, and it's done extremely well for us for a fall plant. And speaking of corn, we've got some corn seeds coming in. Mm -hmm. We have been out of honey select for a while now, and we've got honey select on the way, so we'll have honey select back in stock. I've not grown honey select for the fall, but I think it would do fine. Mm -hmm. So look at, the, uh, look at the corn thing. You may want to grow it. Now on corn, you're gonna to have to pay more attention to your corn earworm because your pressure is gonna be higher. Another thing with your tomatoes and uh, in your peas and other things like that is you have to really keep an eye on your white fly population to keep those treated as well and uh, go from there. We did have a couple of people the other day talk about wanting to plant pumpkins in the south and the for the fall. Now the recommendation I use there is the best one I have found is a blue pumpkin we call Blue Bayou. It is powder immunity resistant, and it has performed really well for us here in zone eight as far as a fall planting, because that's a that's a trouble for us. Mm -hmm. You know, powder down immunity just eat our lunch down here. So if you do want to try that, I'd recommend trying uh, that Blue Bayou. That is a good one right there. Okay. 
talk about the Hossinator contest. Mm -hmm. So we still that, have that going on. It's who can grow the biggest Hossinator. Um, we're going to throw up a slide here of the actual instructions, but you can win a $100 gift certificate to Hoss Tools. Mm -hmm. You just simply snap a photo on a scale of the Hossinator with the Hossinator CPAC. You can send that picture to kpowell at hosstools.com or post it on Instagram and be sure to ha uh, hashtag it Hossinator Contest. We've already had some entries on that. Really? Mm -hmm. Do we know what the highest weight is yet? Close to a pound. Ooh. Yep. <clears throat> then another thing we're doing is we're going to show off everybody's garden. So we want you to send us pictures of your garden. So, on HossTools.com website, there's a tab, Hoss University, and if you click there, you'll see an entry form where you'll put your name and your email, and you can actually submit photos of your garden that we're going to showcase on an upcoming video. Mm -hmm. Also, send us your gardening questions for what you're doing in July, or some tips about what maybe you may be successful doing. Especially in those zones five, four, oh, yeah. those that we don't know a whole lot about. Mm -hmm. Put in the comments what you're gonna do in July. Or what you've had success doing. Yeah. Also cowpeas, well cowpeas are extremely interesting to me. Tell me your target plant date, if you've grown them for years, when you've been the most successful planting your cowpeas. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Put your zone in your, your target planting date. That'd be interesting for us. <clears throat> Oh, goat. Old goat. We had over 150 people find the old goat last really? week. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, tell everybody what the old goat is. It's just an old goat figurine that somebody gave you. You kind of had that little... And it's hid on the set here somewhere. Somewhere. But put in the comments if you find the old goat where you found it, and we'll put your name in a drawing. If we draw your name, send in your um, mailing address to... Hoss, to cuss serve at hosstools.com. Yep, yep, and we'll send you a coveted prize. So now it's time for the... Make some out really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's always a name I can't recommend. I mean, I can't. Oh, this is a good one here. Feathered Friends Homestead. All right, there you go. So send us your uh, shipping, shipping address and we'll get you something sent out in the mail. Feathered friends. Let me keep that so I can give it to yep. the girls. Corny joke. Corny joke. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. What did the big flower say to the little flower? Hey there, bud. <laughs> that one was corny. That was corny. It was good, but it was corny. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's wrap this up, folks. Thank y'all for joining us this evening. Maybe we'll give you some inspiration on what you need to be doing now. Get out there, get the garden cleaned up, keep it clean. Think about fall planting peppers, tomatoes, cowpeas. And buy we, those seeds. And buy those seeds and get ready for it. And we're going to be covering other things a little later on that you need to be doing and when you need to be doing it and give you some timelines on that. So now it's time for you to get off that couch and get outside and get dirty. Mm -hmm.